Join us today for an action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, where we review the 2023 season for the Seattle Mariners. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Dominic Martino. You can find me on Twitter at DomMartinoFB. Here, as always, with my brother, my co-host, my partner in crime, Matthew Ane, and you can find him on Twitter at Matthew underscore Ane. If you're listening on a platform like Apple or Spotify that allows five-star ratings and reviews, we would truly, truly appreciate it if you could do that for us. And guess what? If you do decide to do that, you get a special opportunity. Just take a screenshot of your rating and review. Send it to us at fantasymds at gmail.com. Or if it's easy for easier for you to just send it to us on Twitter or Instagram, you can also do that. And if you do, you get a chance to join us in our coveter list, coveted listener league next season. And guys, um, if you're watching on YouTube and you haven't already, you hit that little bell below. It subscribes to the channel. Also gives you a notification every time we drop a new episode. And guys, as always, we got a fully loaded episode for you today. We're talking about those Seattle Mariners. They finished in third place in the AL West with a record of 88 and 74. A lot of these young guys, you know, out there helping them. And uh, honestly, almost made that playoff push. But, you know, that AL was very, very tough this year to get in. They were right on the outside looking in. But, Matt, I think we got to start with our best player, my brother. And uh, I think it's an obvious one. Oh, hell yeah, man. Julio Rodriguez. Uh, this team, honestly, I'm just going to give my take on the team real fast. Yeah, of course. I feel like they're they're going to be somebody to be messed with next year. They're going to be a force. Uh, you know, as as these guys mature more, I mean, honestly, we're going to talk about a whole bunch of, you know, young players, obviously not rookies, but young players, some rookies that are just going to keep gaining the game, game experience to start making that playoff run. They're only a game out this year. There's no reason they don't make the playoffs next year. And it's going to be behind our man, Julio Rodriguez. Julio, man, probably one of the slowest starts. But I mean, ultimately, if you look at his, you know, first two years of his career, He's a slow starter. Quite honestly, I didn't think that was legitimate at first, just based off of the fact that, you know, last year was his true rookie year. So you could, you know, probably, I pretty much took that with a grain of salt. I figured this year he probably would have came out, hit the hit the ground running. But unfortunately, that wasn't the case. He's just a slow starter. You know, some players just need, it to, need the weather to heat up before they can really get loose and start unleashing. You know, it's just one of those things where, you know, if you're a warm-blooded person, I, I could completely understand. I don't play well in the cold, hence why I never played football. So, and I played an indoor sport. So, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, Julio Rodriguez ended up turning his season completely around because the first half of the season, he was hitting like, you know, under 250, if I remember correctly, and then brought his average all the way up to 275 from that horrendous batting average start. The season numbers numbers overall all are fantastic too. 654 bats, 102 runs, 37 doubles, two triples, 32 bombs, 103 ribs, 37 stolen bases, and um, the most glorious stat of his: 47 walks to 175 strikeouts with that 275 batting average. But Julio is just a new age batting average guy. You know, 
he's going to strike out literally 150 times and, um, you know, walk probably about 50 of those times. But it is what it is because he hits the ball so much and, you know, gets the ball over the fence. It just, it is what it is. Julio Rodriguez is going to be fantastic for next year. You know, ultimately, you're going to have to look at him in uh, for next year's drafts and just pretty much just say, hey, I know I'm going to get a slow start when I pick him, but it's fine. Baseball is 20 weeks before the playoffs. It's not like football where you have 17 weeks and that's it. That's the whole season. Like you have time to get back up and build back up and get there. So Julio Rodriguez in Roto, uh, Roto-Wire category leagues, my guy is my number two overall pick, just flat out. Um, it's Acuna, then Julio for me, five-tool guy. You might be like, oh, is this guy nuts? You're going to pick him over bets. But yes, I 100% will because five categories, you know, whereas bets, yes, he chipped in 14 stolen bases, but literally Julio Rodriguez near, nearly had 20 more. Actually, had 23 more than him. So with that being said, that's where like, okay, I, I'm going to get somebody elite in all five categories, not, you know, four out of five with, you know, like a four and a half guy. Julio Rodriguez, I think, is him next year and is has a really good chance at winning MVP. Yeah, Matt, you're you're spot on. I have the Julio jersey on. I mean, I you took the words out of my mouth for the most part. Julio, I, let's not forget the kid's only going to be 23 next year. So there might even be another level to this. There might be, you know, 40-40. Well, no, there is 40-40 upside. Uh, I, I don't want to go any more risque than 40-40 for Julio. But you know what? I mean, there's potential there for even more than that. The runs and RBIs, he showed you this year what he does in a full season, 100-100. Batting average, I honestly think he's going to be around a career 280 guy. Uh, once again, not much else to add, Matt. You hit the nail on the head. Be prepared to take Julio as minimum a top five pick next year, if not a top three pick, if you want him. You know, I mean, that that's what you're going to have to pay for him, and I think he's worth every cent. Uh, let's move on to their best starting pitcher, arguably one of the best starting pitchers in all of baseball, you know, if we're talking about today. Let's talk about Luis Castillo. Former Cincinnati Red, you know, made his way over to there, um, you know, second half of 2022. And, man, did it make a difference for him getting out of, you know, Great American Small Park or Great American Hitter Park, as my brother Matt calls it. Um, you know, who, uh, I almost I have Julio on my mind still. Uh, Luis Castillo uh, on the year, 14 wins, 9 losses, a 3-3-4 ERA across 33 starts, 197 innings, 219 strikeouts with a 109 whip. One of the most consistent pitchers in all of baseball. Honestly, I have him as my number five starting pitcher going into next year. I think we kind of just know what we're going to get with Luis Castillo. And, you know, we're kind of going back to where we were, you know, three, four, five years ago, where we have guys at the top that we we think we know who they are and what they're going to give us. And that's safety uh, when it comes to starting pitcher. As to where coming into last year, we're like, oh, starting pitcher, 60 guys deep. Now, at the top, I kind of want the guys that I know that what I'm going to get from them. Uh, Luis Castillo is going to be a nice low, you know, um, under 3-5 ERA. The strikeouts are going to be there. The whip has been pretty consistent over the last few years, and he has a 1-1-7 whip on his career. Honestly, I don't think you can go wrong with Luis Castillo going into next year. Definitely, I think, a top 10 pitcher. I do have him at five. I can see, you know, moving him around a couple of spots. But I think the consistency on Seattle, you know, is going to get those wins. Good team. Uh, I love him. Love Luis Castillo. No, absolutely. You hit the nail right on the head with Castillo. Honestly, there's not much I could say about him other than the fact that, yo, let's go. I've been waiting for this for a bit. 
Um, it's a great fit there. Uh, Castillo is going to be a phenomenal pick next year. Dom, if you don't mind me asking, where do you have him ranked? Uh, at times like this, I question if you, if you really like me as a friend, Matt. I must have said five times that I have him ranked fifth going into next year. <laughs> Sorry, I did not hear it only because I was doing I was doing homework on the next guy here. You're fine. You're fine. Now five, that's a little rambunctious, I feel. But, you know, that's just me. I, I don't know if I want to walk out of the draft, but him is my one. Uh, I, yeah. I mean, it's it's especially at five. Like maybe if I was talking like if I had the 12th, if he was like my the 12th pick pitcher off the board, then okay, like I'm fine with it. Like, okay, cool. I walked out of the draft with Castillo and I backed him up with somebody else right behind him. That's just as strong that's in the tier two category of that. So like I, like I see that, but at, at five, I'll, I'll disagree at least just based off of the fact of, you know, Castillo, yes, he's been him for about two years, but you know, I, it's just, I still don't know if I could trust him as a one. It's just Castillo or Logan Webb. Oh, oh, all right. I didn't mean to do that to you. All right. So oh. while, while Matt, while Matt sits here and thinks about this question, um, before I move on to some other great young starting pitchers, we got a couple of young, great bats. We do have a quick sponsor for you guys. So, starting November 1st, for the fourth year in a row, Ibotta is giving 100% cash back on your Thanksgiving feast. Just add the offers in the app to redeem for everything you need to make your Thanksgiving feast complete. All you have to do is shop at your favorite retailers and upload your receipt. Other apps gives you points that don't amount to much, but with Ibotta, you get real cash back that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or even gift cards. You can also earn cash back on hundreds of online brands and retailers too when you start with Ibotta, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Download the Ibotta app now and use the code MLB to get 100% cash back on your Thanksgiving dinner starting November 1st. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app and use the MLB. Once again, guys, that's Ibotta, spelled I-B-O-T-T-A, in the Google Play or App Store and use that promo code MLB. All right, guys, and we're back here. So, Matt, did did we have an end result on the the Luis Castillo Logan Webb question? Ah, uh, they're they're gonna probably be right next to each other because last the other day I said that I'd probably draft Webb at twelve. Okay, so, so it they're would be, a be close bottom line. Okay, that yeah. that's that that's fair. So I, I'm just gonna leave it like this. Honestly, I think after Cole Strider and Burns. Some people, even Corbin Burns, didn't have the best best of the year. You know, even Corbin Burns wasn't a so even after I think after Strider and Cole, there's a group of maybe 15 names that starting pitcher that you can just shake them up and throw them out, and I'm not going to be mad at you. But we're here talking about Seattle. Let's keep it Seattle. Let's get back into it. Let's talk about Matt's. But you know what, Matt, you take him. It's your boy, Gilly Gilly. Let Let's hear your thoughts. I know you're ready for this one. Oh, you know that that's who I was researching when I wasn't paying attention to you saying five five that's times. Fine. You know what I'm saying? But uh. <laughs> Logan Gilbert, um, not the season I truly expected from him, quite honestly. You know, the ERA was a little bit high. It was a little rough uh, to roll out in the months of April and May, uh, April, May, and June. Um, really caught his stride in July and August and then kind of fell apart again in September. Uh, he had a home run problem this year, really, if you looked at what his biggest issue was this year. He gave up 29 home runs, which... It's a lot, and that's literally up 10 from last year where he posted a 320 ERA 
versus his 373 ERA, where he gave up 10 more home runs this year at 29 from 19. So I think that was pretty much it. He he probably just left a few too many pitches hanging, and it just kind of kind of caught him. And you know, unfortunately, it just it is what it is. I think he's still elite. I you know, in year three, age 26 season. I have no doubt in my mind that Logan Gilbert isn't going to be just fine. He's not obviously not going to be a top 12 pitcher for me, but he's going to be right there. He's going to probably be behind Logan Webb, Castillo, and and then there'll probably be him and maybe another pitcher in there mixed in the mix that we'll probably talk about today. We shall see. I still haven't done my pitcher rankings, but overall, let's talk about his numbers. You know, 190 innings pitch, really great number there. 189 strikeouts, 373 ERA. With a 107 whip, phenomenal. And the three, uh, the fifth fielding independent pitching was about a 385. If you don't know what fielding, uh, what FIP is, it's a predictive stat that helps you kind of see, you know, what their ERA would be if they had an average defense. So, for instance, if they had a really bad defense behind them, and their ERA was high but their FIP was low, then ultimately, you know, that they could have they were pitching at a higher level than was being produced behind him, and you know, a couple of ground balls would have caused. Uh, a couple better playmaking behind him would have caused a lower ERA. So ultimately, I feel like Logan Gilbert pretty much pick, uh, pitched on par, being that it was three seven three to three eight three. You know, you can't really say much much other than the fact that when he was rolling in those months of July and August, they were fantastic. You know, two seven eight ERA and a two nine seven ERA. You know, right under a K per nine in July and a K per nine over a K per nine in August. He was really rocking and rolling. I think this kid is going to be stellar next year. I love the fact that he got the 190 innings and I think he breaks the 200 threshold next year. I think he gets over a K per nine. And I think we see a really elite season from Logan Gilbert. I think that this year was probably more of a tinker year than it was his elite year. And I think that's coming. Yeah, we're we're pretty much on the the same page when it comes to Gilly Gilly. I, I I'm giving it one more year to see if there's another level though. I think there's another level to to Gilbert, but I, I I'm still waiting to see it. I really don't like that the FIP in his career has never really been lower than a three five. Even last year when he had the three two ERA, the FIP was a three four six. So I'm I'm thinking he's going to be like around a mid threes career type of ERA guy. I think there will be a season where maybe he bucks the trend and has like a sub three ERA with you know that K per nine and the whip being fantastic. I actually love that he worked on the whip this year, even though he did give up you know a couple more home runs in the last couple of years. He got the walks down. Um, he got the hits. You know at a, at a respectable margin. I uh, he threw five more innings this year than last year and gave up one less hit. I like to see that. I have Gilbert as my number 30 starting pitcher. I think he's literally the ideal number three starting pitcher in your, in your rotation when it comes to fantasy baseball. Uh, hopefully that's where we can get him because that's where I think the value is. I, I wouldn't feel great with him as my number two, uh, but definitely a number three for sure. Uh, let's keep things pushing. Another fantastic, you know, great young starting pitcher. I really, this is a rotation to fear. And if you have to face this rotation in the playoffs, you're, you're next year, you're going to be doomed. Uh, let's talk about George Kirby, big six foot four, 215 pound righty. I honestly, I, I think Kirby is going to be a superstar in this league. I really think he's going to take things to the next level. I've seen some, you know, some industry guys have him ranked as high as ninth at starting pitcher for next year. That's really due to that pinpoint control. And honestly, he, he he does have really good stuff to go with that pinpoint control. So if you have great stuff and you know exactly where it's going, that's a big, big advantage when it comes to, you know, having to go up against these bats. 
Uh, on the year, Kirby has a 25-year-old in his second year, 13 wins, 10 losses, a 3-3-5 ERA, 31 starts, 190 innings, 172 strikeouts with a 103 whip. His ERA and FIP were exactly the same. You never see that. I don't know if I – I think this is the first time in researching baseball, uh, and I've been doing this for a long time, that I've seen somebody – hit their FIP with their ERA right on the nose. And then last year, um, Kirby had a 299 FIP and a 339 ERA. So this guy is, you know, just showing that he has what it takes to be absolutely dominant. I have Kirby as my number 14 starting pitcher. Honestly, the only thing he doesn't have is the Ks. Kind of reminds me of Max Fried in that sense, where he's really, really good at suppressing runs. The Ks aren't always going to be there, but the whip is going to be fantastic, and he pitches on a really good team. So the wins, you know, could be even way better next year. I could see him being winning 17, 18 games next year for Kirby. Uh, just a guy that I kind of want on all my teams next season, George Kirby. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm even above the uh, industry when I rank Kirby. Wow. I think I'm. I think I'm gonna have him at like six or seven, dude. Yeah, I, I guess I'm not getting any Kirby this year. No, I'm gonna be honest though. Like you look at what he done, what he's done he so far. Year two, I might add. This isn't like okay, like Logan Logan Gilbert, where he's in year three, going on year four. This is year two. So like Gilbert only had what? How many innings last year? 130. Ticked it up by 60 innings this year, and. Didn't get fatigued, got better down yeah. the stretch. Like yeah. Kirby was really good de- the whole season. There wasn't even like an, an instance where you're like, God, what happened? So like Kirby is really showing like that Shane McClanahan trend where he's trending in that super elite, uh, you know, direction where I could see Kirby honestly finishing as a top five pitcher next year. So honestly, I'm targeting him everywhere. If I leave the draft with him as my number one pitcher, I'm going to be super excited. I'm not. I, I'm crazy, but at the same time, it, it, it's he's there. Pick- I, I don't. I don't think you or anybody else is crazy. Just for me personally, and I'm sorry to interrupt you. It's just that I, I have I have strong thoughts on Kirby. It, I I love a I love a guy that's going to dominate in case as my SP one, and I'm not mad if you go if you go Kirby as your one. Let's say you get like a Jesus Lazardo as your two, a guy that you know is going to strike out 200 batters if he pitches 170 innings. Like that, that's fine with me. That that that's can that that's cool. But you, if you take Kirby as your one, you just have to be prepared to supplement those strikeouts. Yeah, and I mean, I I see your point of the strikeouts, but I mean, I still think there's another level with that. I I feel like there's potential. I mean, it's it's not like he's blowing people away with like his with his velo, but it's one of those things where I'm gonna say Kirby is going to, is just working his way up to be more crafty that pinpoint control if he paints the corners right the strikeouts are going to come and he already does paint the corners it's just going to become more and more elite and who knows the dude could hit the gym and then start really blowing people's socks off and you know we can see what happens i think this year is going to be a real telling year and he's going to be a pitcher one for you without a doubt but uh let's move on here um i got we got a whole bunch of bats coming up um that we really like some youngsters that I know we're, you know, a bunch of people were scooping up during the year, but before that, I got a great sponsor for you. Everyone should be empowered to take care of themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace Case. The Jace Case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you peace of mind so that you're just not hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. 
Jace Medical, make sure that you have the medication in hand. Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Don't get caught unprepared. Save more than $360 and get these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using the code LOCKEDON at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-E-S-E medical.com, promo code LOCKEDON. All right. So with that being said, we spent a lot of time on these early dudes. Let's hope we could push through this in this last like 10 minutes here. Um, let's talk about Teoscar Hernandez. You know, I, I you, know, you looked at him if you drafted him and you probably got really excited that he went to this team and you were probably disappointing. You probably dropped him because I scooped him up almost everywhere off the waiver wires because people became so impatient with his like first couple of months. But I, I feel like including myself, it's one of those people's uh, players that we essentially overlooked the new year, new team, team rule. You know, he had a lot of tangibles that were repeatable and not a lot of high ceiling plays with certain categories. But ultimately, if you look at his ground measurements of like his stats, he performed, I feel better than at the end of the year as a whole than I expected him to after really taking a step back after the draft and after all the hype and seeing what this really was. Uh, he had 625 at-bats. He had 70 runs. He had 29 doubles, two triples, 26 bombs, 93 ribs, seven stolen bases. He had he, he batted about 258, and he had an OPS of 741. Now, what's crazy is in Toronto, the season doesn't look much different, right? 71 uh, runs to 70, right? 35 doubles to 29, 25 home runs to 26. 77 ribs to 93 ribs. And here's the biggest one. 0. 2, uh, 267 ERA, uh, I would say ERA, batting average to 258. Now, we'd all love him to return to that 2021 form where he had, you know, 92 runs. He had 116 ribs, 32 bombs. He batted 296. You know, I look at that year and I look at him and, it would be really nice, but I don't know if that's really Teoscar Hernandez. I think that was his career year. I think you look at his te- this team, I think the runs go up. I think the home runs are pretty much where it's going to be. And I think the stolen bases get above 10 next year. And I think the batting average returns to about 275 to 80. I love the team that's around him. I love the team. I love what he's going to do for the team. And I think Teoscar Hernandez is a good baseball player, but I don't think we're going to see 2021 again. But ultimately, I feel like he's going to be ranked at a lower price because people are going to feel burned. And the people that scooped him up are the ones that we be reaching for him. So Teoscar Hernandez is probably going to come at a reasonable value next year and somebody I'm probably going to target. Yeah, Matt, spot on. I think we pretty much agree on Teoscar. I just want to say I have him ranked as twenty, uh, my number 27 outfielder. I think the batting average does bounce back. He's a career 261 guy, so I think he can get back in that department. Everywhere else, he pretty much is what he is. Um, So definitely going to be a nice little outfielder three, hopefully, for us going into fantasy next year. Uh, Let's talk about Jared Kelnick, somebody who actually started off the year on fire. We uh, spring training on fire. We were all like, okay, this this is it. This is finally the year where he's going to be that guy. Um, And it turns out he really wasn't the guy who we thought he was going to be. Uh, so let's not forget, he's only, you know, going to be 24 next year for the, you know, his fourth season in the bigs. 
Um, this year he played 105 games, 372 at-bats, 44 runs, 25 doubles, 11 homers, 49 RBIs, 13 steals, a 253 batting average. But that's a major step in the right direction for Kelnick, who had a very, very bad first two seasons. And then let's also not forget that he um, broke his foot back in July. Uh, I forgot. He did something. He kicked something. He was really mad. Yeah, he kicked the trash can, broke his foot. He thought he was going to be Jose Altuve, and they were going to start telling him what pitches were coming next. But uh, that's nor here nor there. Little, you know, hate for those Astros that, you know, lost to the Rangers. Shout out to those Rangers for doing that. Um, but he's somebody I like for next year. I like Kelnick. Uh, I think I have him a little bit lower than Teoscar, if I'm not mistaken. Do I have him higher? Uh-oh. Where did I put um, Kalnick? Uh... All right, so I, I might have missed him when I was doing my rankings. Got to go back. Got to work him in there. I honestly would say I'd probably slot him around like 55. So, you know, that's probably talking about one of your utility bats, somebody that you're not going to have to pay too much for. And you know what? If it ever really pans out, this is a guy that has, you know, 25-25 upside, good runs and RBIs in that Seattle lineup. And uh, batting average is to be determined because we don't really know. I love I love the direction it's going in, though. It's going – things are trending up for uh, Kelnick going to next year. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I look at Kelnick and I go, okay, well, we're 24 years old. And he got called up at 21. And he just couldn't put it together. He decided to go and hang out with Amari Stoudemire and kick an inanimate object. Um, and then if you don't remember what Amari Stoudemire did, he punched a fire hydrant. So, yeah, you know, so Kelnick, I think, just needs to mature a little bit. Um, stop hanging out with Odell Beckham as well. But uh, ultimately, I feel like Kelnick is going to be an interesting player next year. Evans is my 42 outfielder. That may change. I feel like that's a fair spot. You know, yeah. it's around the Stephen Kwans of the world and, and players like that where I rather might – I probably want to take the upside of Kelnick versus a Kwan uh, and see what it makes because I love the the makeup of this team as a whole and this screams fantasy value for almost every player in the lineup. But, you know, let, let's, we spent enough time on him. He's not worth a giant segment. Let's move on. Let's talk about Bryce Miller. Uh, Bryce Miller right now, he was fun, I got to say. He was fun this year to honestly own in, in, in certain times of the year. And other times it was really, really, really upsetting. But he's a first-year pitcher, right? So, like, you can't really judge judge him too hard. But I like what he did. I like how he came out. I like what he was doing in his starts that were really good. And I hated the rookie mistakes. Let's put it that way, right? First, first year in the bigs at age 24, 131 innings pitched, 119 strikeouts, 432 ERA with a whip of 114 and a FIP of 398. So he was clearly pitching better than what was on paper, not by much, but enough to say, hey, you got below sub four. What are, what are we looking for in the future? What is his outlook, right? I haven't done my starting pitching rankings yet. I'm still, you know, honestly, just mentally preparing to go sit down and do them. But, you know, ultimately, Bryce Miller, I feel, is going to be a very interesting pick. I, I, I'm smelling like a top 60 pitcher i think that's going to be a fair point with a whole lot of upside and ceiling especially if we see him come out in spring and show the maturity that i think he might show now i don't know exactly where i'm going to have him come that uh come that time but bryce miller i think upside is a k per nine i think a mid a mid-ish threes era with you know probably a higher whip 
But ultimately, I think the wins, the win capability on this team is going to be high. Bryce Miller is going to be a nice value next year. Uh, I, I hate to be so blunt about it, but I'm, I'm out. I'm out on Bryce Miller. Um, I know he's young. I just, um, I'm, I, I don't, oh, we don't really always go to the baseball savant page on this podcast. We try and be a little bit more, you know, um, friendly to all sorts of fantasy baseball players, even guys that don't look at the advanced stats. But this is one guy I'm going to go a little bit with the advanced stats on because they just look really bad. His his fastball doesn't have a lot of run or a lot of movement to it. It's a pretty straight fastball. His breaking stuff, again, doesn't really break the way you would want to see a lot of breaking balls break. He gets hit hard. He gets barreled up a lot. He doesn't get a lot of swings and misses. He doesn't get a lot of chases outside of the zone. Um, the only thing that he does really well is he doesn't walk guys, which is which is a good thing in baseball. But sometimes, you know, if you're putting too much stuff in the zone, it's going to get hit, right? Um, and he really only throws two pitches more than, you know, um, uh, he, he mixes in a couple others, but he threw his fastball uh, 1,200 times last year, and then he threw a slider 400 times. He didn't throw any other pitch 200 times. Uh, so unless you're Spencer Strider, you're not really getting away with um, just two pitches. I have Bryce Miller ranked as my number 80 starting pitcher. Just not a guy that I really want to throw my dart at because I think he's going to be above a four ERA under K per nine. And I, I think the whip could be good, you know, as long as he's keeping guys off base from hits because he doesn't really walk anybody. Uh, let's move on to somebody that I do like better than Bryce Miller. And I think this is going to be our last guy. Let's talk about Brian Wu. Uh, I think Brian Wu is actually underrated. He, he, um, he did get hurt a little bit this year. Um, which kind of did throw him off track, but honestly, he finished strong. So I really don't think the numbers that we're looking at are very predictive of how good he actually is. Uh, so Brian Wu, rookie year, four wins, five losses, 18 starts, 421 ERA, 87 innings, 93 strikeouts, and a 1-2-0 whip. I have Brian Wu probably higher than I should. I got him somewhere in the 50s. I think I have my 52. Uh, I think it's reasonable. He's got good stuff. He's got good command. Uh, I think it's a, somebody that could take a step forward next year. Um, and that's all really I got on Brian Wu because we're running out of time. <laughs> I'll say this on Wu. I like him a lot. Um, I, I like the pedigree. I like the ranking almost. I would like him closer to 60. Yeah. Um, honestly, I'd rather have it where I'm picking between whether I like Miller or Wu better. Um, in the draft, I think I'm going to have, probably have them back to back and go from there. Uh, Wu obviously has better upside, better pedigree. Uh, you know, let's. I'm going to cover his 2023 stats in the minors, and then we're going to get out of here. You know, ultimately 44 innings, 59 strikeouts, a 205 ERA with a 088 WHIP, like solid, solid numbers. Great, great guy that was coming up on that. But you know, that's what I think is the upside. But Dom, take it away, sir. Just real quick, shout out to Andres Munoz. Going to be a great closer full season next year. Uh, but guys, that's all for today. Please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Also, thank you to our everydayers and new listeners making Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen each and every day. Make sure you're on the lookout for a new episode tomorrow. But guys, until then, see you. Peace.